This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, fifth row Fridays are back this Lakers season on Mason and Ireland. This week you can win fifth row tickets to the Lakers and the Orlando Magic coming up on October 30th. Listen to Mason and Ireland every day. Take notes on Friday. The fan who calls in and correctly answers five questions will win fifth row Lakers tickets. Lakers fifth row Friday is presented by BBGo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers, and also the official smell in the kitchen right now. <laughs> Told you. As I went to go get some tea, <laughs> Bibigo the whole hallway. And that's pretty good seats, too, that Mason Allen gave away. That's I was awesome. just yeah, going to say, yeah, fifth row. of all the sporting events that you, you know, basketball, football, baseball, hockey, soccer, whatever whatever your sport is, the the sport that's best, the closer you get You're is right. basketball. 100%. Yeah, it, it's the better, the closer you are to the court, the better it is because you, A, you just see how giant all these guys yeah. are. Mm-hmm. In, in baseball, you can't really get super close. Even in the best seat in the house, still a decent amount of distance away. Hockey, you actually need to be up a little bit to see the whole eye. Soccer, the same way. Football, football definitely. Football, almost. You don't want to be at the yeah. top, but you kind of want to be in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can see everything. Yeah, yeah it's funny. I, I was. The Anaheim game, when they had the preseason game in Anaheim, and yeah. those seats, not every arena is like that. Like, I'll just use crypto as an example. We're 20 rows up. Yeah. So that's where we do the broadcast yep. from. Anaheim, your your courtside. And I'm just, I don't know, every interaction was interesting. It's like AD talking to the referee. It's the coach talking to the player. It's the two coaches looking. You could see stuff that you never see if you're further back. When I was doing the Laker game, I heard I, I was listening to Blake Griffin. And I, I wish I could remember who the referee was. I don't remember, but they basically had a running conversation until the referee told Blake Griffin to shut the blank up. And it was it was funny. And Griffin kind of shrugs his shoulders and runs right. back down to the other end. It was it's just little things like that. So last night I get home, and oh, kitchen situation. It well kinda okay. <laughs> I really only thought this happens in cartoons, but I saw it with my own two eyes last night. Michael is getting a, a glass out of the cupboard. The an forms anvil. of what's that? I said an anvil fell on him. <laughs> no, but you yeah, no, but you're in the right ballpark. And Michael goes, "Oh, mouse!" And he he, he goes, "There's a mouse." Susan jumps off of the couch and jumps on top of a chair uh-huh. and starts going, where, where, where? Like I had never actually seen somebody jump on top of their chair. The mouse is this big. Field right? mouse. It's, it's, like a, a, it's mouse. a little, you guys have seen. They yeah, are scary. They're not scary. They're kind of gross. I'm on Susan's no. side. Not, not scary, it was, but it is a mouse. It was this big. Yeah. Okay, and it got in the house somehow, and it scurried under the the, the uh, refrigerator, right? It just ran whoop, right underneath the refrigerator. And Susan stood on top of the chair until Michael and I had removed all of the things from the all the food. And then she's kind of poking around. Like, I'd only seen that in a Tom and Jerry cartoon from the 70s where the mom jumps on yeah. top of a chair because somebody saw a mouse. It was a, unbelievable. Call the cops? What'd you do? She got on the phone. We have a pest control company that sprays for like ants and spiders yeah, and right. stuff. And like, this just happened in my house. I need you out here first thing in the morning. I'm like, 
It's a mouse. It's, it's all fun. her box jumps from doing CrossFit. I'm sure <laughs> that really helped her. Tremendous. <laughs> so how'd you get it out? Did you guys get it out of the fridge? Nope. From the it's, so it it's went still there? it went under the fridge and it went wherever. Yeah, it I can't went do to. that. I'm 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 not sleeping yeah, until mission accomplished. You yeah. can't get it out. It's under the refrigerator. I can't. My, you saw my refrigerator. The refrigerator didn't come out of that wall. Yeah, unless you, you take the wall down. How much space do you have underneath? <laughs> a, a quarter of an inch. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm yeah. now, I'm now trying to see if I can just uh, le- le- skirt it less out a little. Less than the width of that pen mm-hmm. is underneath. Because we looked, and I'm like, okay, and it's like, no, those things can get through the teeniest, can, tiniest yeah, little hole. Did you put out a mousetrap? She immediately drove to the grocery store and bought roughly 500 mousetraps. <laughs> my kitchen this morning, and so I go downstairs to she pour my coffee. Michael three times this morning. I go down to pour the coffee, and I'm looking at all the trap. None of them sprung. Not so it's. He's in there, or he and his friends and are in there. Maybe I don't know, but we've got mice in the house, Lee. Wow, <laughs> pretty exciting. Is there a little, little house on the wall? Yeah, <laughs> right, a little, little on the half there. circle on the top. Yeah, you have to get, get a cat now. I was just going to say it. you should get three cats. <laughs> I'd rather have mice than have yep. a cat within a hundred feet of my house. Get three. I'm not. Don't take. I'm nobody saying yeah. get five. Get Ugh, three. You look like gross. a cat guy. But mouse traps also remind me of what I did. So yesterday, while I was on, uh, while I was not feeling well. I decided when well, you're not feeling Beckham? well. Did you watch Beckham? <laughs> no, we're not feeling well. Of course, you go watch something that comforts you. It's good and goofy. I decided to watch The Exorcist, mm. and uh, yeah, it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Scarier Even than a mouse in the kitchen. Scarier than a mouse <laughs> in a kitchen. It is the scariest movie I've ever seen. I believe everybody. I did not faint or throw up because of that, but uh, yeah, it was it was a lot. It's a creepy movie. It's a lot. It, it, it's a very very. I'm, I'm not a huge scary movie guy, but that's a scary movie. Yes, and it's also that it's 50 years ago, but it also made me want to visit Georgetown really badly because it's beautiful at that time of year. Well, sure, but just don't get possessed. If, if oh, you can manage to avoid the possession, part. it's a it's a pretty good deal. All right, so LeBron played 29 minutes last yeah. night, Slee, and John was saying it during one of our Super Cross Talks that he thinks a perfect game plan is first six minutes of the game, last six minutes of the second quarter, first six minutes of the third quarter, the entire fourth quarter. That's 30 minutes. Yeah. Right? That gets you to the 30-minute window. Those are the most it's important actually, minutes in the game. Good. I, I didn't think it would happen, but it was a good little game plan. kind of sort of what they did. Mm-hmm. And the problem is is that the times that LeBron was off the court, the Lakers did not look anything like they did when he was on the court. So let, let, let's put it this way. Let, let's first just on the minutes. I really, really, really do love the idea. Look – if ultimately the goal for the Lakers is I'd like for them to get into that top four somewhere around there, maybe top five sometime. I just don't want them messing around with that. I don't want them anywhere near that playing tournament. And I don't know what this year is going to look like. I know that last year um, you can win, I think it was two years ago, it was 14 games over 500 got you the sixth spot. Last year was six games over 500 that got you the six spot. So I don't know what it's going to look like, but I just don't want them in that position as the season progresses. But to tell to have LeBron James under a minutes restriction, and it's game one of the year, that shows you that this is obviously a big initiative. It's something very different for LeBron. LeBron played the second most amount of minutes in a game per game last season. Last season he was doing that, mm-hmm. and they were doing that predominantly because they didn't really have a choice. Now. If by doing that, the results, again, it was against the Denver Nuggets, but the guys that are supposed to show up when LeBron James gets some rest did not show up. 
I don't know how much of a – I don't think there's going to be an overreaction, oh, my gosh, we got to start playing LeBron 35 minutes again. But I really, really like the concept of playing him under 30 minutes or 30 minutes per game. You're thinking about the big picture. Other guys got to step up when he's out. Here's Darvin Ham talking about just being aware and mindful of monitoring LeBron's minutes. Totally, totally. Like, again, it's going to be a day-by-day process, gauging how he's feeling, getting communication from him, our, our, our training staff, our medical staff. Yeah, we again, it's, we communicate, collaborate, and then land on a solid plan. And again, it's easy with him. You get caught up in the emotion of the game, and you, you tend to forget you want him playing these long stretches. But in order for him to be as effective as possible, we have to be mindful of uh, the minute output and how long you know his stretches are. All right. So I think they have to be incredibly mindful of it. I think this is a good plan. I hope they stick with it because here's who can't fix the problem that we saw last night, where LeBron plays, by his standards, limited minutes, and the Lakers really struggle when he's not on the court. The solution to that problem cannot be play LeBron more minutes. Can't be. Occasionally, fine. But just philosophically, the the solution can't be, well, we just got to play LeBron 33 minutes or 34. That can't be the solution. The solution lies in everyone else on that 100%. team. That they need to find a way to keep their heads above water or win games on nights where he doesn't play at all or he's at his 29, 30-minute limit. Because if this is a championship team, and I think we're all hoping that it will be, the only way this is a championship team is if LeBron James is healthy and LeBron James by the time you get to the end of the line. He needs to be able to play 40 minutes every night in the playoffs. But you can't play him 40 minutes a night, 38 minutes a night, 36, 33, whatever it is, during the regular season. They've got to get into that top six. I agree. The play-in is something you want to avoid if you can at all. And, hope and, not, and not just avoid. Don't have the last two weeks where right, you're you trying to gas. like, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that, too. But this solution to, hey, we're not able to do this when LeBron's on the court is not play LeBron more. It can't be that. Because this is if, – if that's your solution, then by the time you get to the playoffs, he's not going to be – healthy you know uh fresh enough to give you what he needs to give you in the playoffs lebron james is still the best player on this team right as we saw last night lebron james is still the best player on this team but he's also a guy in his 21st season you have to manage his minutes so basically you got to run a six-month race but he's not going to run the anchor leg he'll run the anchor leg for the last part of it Mm -hmm. but you got to get him to that last leg before he can do it listen it's what did you and I spend all offseason talking about? Everybody. Everybody's been talking about, man, the Lakers got some real depth. Wow, they got players that they could go they yep. could go 10 deep any given night. Well, I don't think that that's a coincidence that the depth was so important. I guarantee you part of their pitch to a guy like Christian Wood, who was the 14th player on the roster, I guarantee you part of their pitch was, if you come to the Lakers, you're going to get minutes. You're going to get PT. There's going to be opportunities. We, we're not trying to play LeBron 40 minutes a night. We need somebody to go get buckets. Um, Torian Prince probably a similar company. There, there's players on that team, and those are those are the outer players. Yep. But if I go to yesterday's game, and I, this is a perfect example of it, if Bron subs out and you have D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Anthony Davis, Rui Hachimura, and Torian Prince, pick your fifth player, Christian Wood, whoever you want. Yep. You can't be minus X amount right. in the time that LeBron's not there. Because here's what was happening. LeBron Oof. would come in, and they would start making a comeback. And then they'd get it down to like five, six points, four points, and then LeBron would go and rest. And by the time LeBron comes back in, it's double digits again. There's 
there's enough talent there. Maybe Denver's the bad example. And maybe well, again, they're the best team in the league. They so, can take yeah, that strategy yeah. moving forward and say, okay, it's not going to look like that. But it does come up, and I don't think this is going to happen, but it does come up in flames if every time Braun comes out, he's got to sit at the bench and say, well, there goes that lead, or wow, that deficit is growing. This isn't exactly my baseball manager's or ceviche level of brilliance, but I, I, like, what I'm, I like what I'm about to say. LeBron James has transitioned from your starting pitcher that can go nine innings and just do everything you need him to. He's your closer now. And and, and what you do, you can't have your closer come in in the seventh and eighth inning a bunch of times during the regular and say, season. Give me six outs. Right. You get, but when you get to the playoffs, hey, I need you to pitch two innings today. You got to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're asking him to do. I can give you, this is what I can give you. We've got to be very disciplined and strategic about how we go about managing your minutes during the regular season. So when we get to the playoffs, you can pitch the eighth inning, or in LeBron's case, play 42 minutes a night. They have to, they, because if you burn them up in June and July in baseball parlance, or if you burn them up in December, January, and February, just trying to get in, by the time you really need to ask him last for a little more, example. it's not going to work. But last year's the perfect example, because they had to burn Everybody. as much rubber as yeah. they possibly can with Braun. Braun in the last game against Denver, Remember he played 47 minutes and yeah, 55 yeah. seconds? Yeah. I think he literally came out for 10 seconds or whatever it was. That's not ideal. They're not in a position this year where they're going to start the season out 2-10 and 10 or they don't feel like they have the talent. This is a luxury for the Lakers. They're supposed to be able to do it this way. This was what they spent all their offseason trying to build. Okay, and and it, it, again, it's one night. Oh, 100%. And it's the Denver Nuggets, and there's a lot of stuff going on, so I'm not ready to you know, say, ah, oh, this doesn't work. No, it's no, just, no. Let's, and, and that's not the see. point. The point is is that the game plan is the right plan. That yeah, How they want to use Braun is the right way. And, and if hypothetically, Trav, let's say they use him this way, and guys, okay, you're not going to play Denver 82 times. You're going to get Orlando, and you're going to get – um, you know, number of t teams in the, Minnesota, you're going to get games where it's more like, okay, we have talent. We have more talent than the other team across from us. You know what's going to be helpful? It's going to be helpful is when you go through an 82-game grind and all these guys that you're going to depend on to play in place of LeBron when he's out, they're also going to gain some confidence. They're also going to know what their roles are. The Denver game is not the best gauger, but I like the fact that they cut his minutes. Kmar on Twitter says, "Trav, good luck. If there's one, there's more. I'm aware, Kmar. I, I know. I know how it works. I understand that they don't come in alone. They come in in teams, and they make more quickly. I, I, I understand how it works. That's why we're going to get the uh, get a cat. We're, no, we're going to get the guy that comes out with the poison. That's what we're going to do, and he'll take care of it. We're going to make sure that that <laughs> is what happens. Have you ever seen Mouse Hunt?" I don't think so. With Christopher Walken and uh, I forget. I the played Mousetrap the game where the little plastic oh, yeah. trap drops on the <laughs> plastic rat. No, this this movie is about a sending mouse. Tom and Jerry. Uh, <laughs> I got a few exactly. of those. Oh, did you? Oh, speaking of Tom and Jerry, did you guys know that they're friends? Just that Tom pretends to hate him so the owner doesn't get a real cat that can kill Jerry. Oh, yeah, interesting. Friends. That's a little also, cat. here's how you get rid of your cats. <laughs> of your rats or mouse. If it was a rat, I would have yeah. been on the chair. Yeah. A, my, a mouse doesn't scare me so, so much. So here's what you got to do. You have to have the mouse listen to the media talk about him in a really positive way, <laughs> set him up to be like either really good or really bad, because then it's a uh, rat poison. <laughs> That's a long way to get there. <laughs> I like it. I like the hustle. I like it for sure. All right. The uh, Clippers open up their season tonight, and you got to wonder how much longer they're going to keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Trav, I got a decision to make for tonight. What do you think I could potentially be doing tonight that would take up about four hours of my time? A four-hour window. Yeah, maybe three and a half hours. Maybe something that Emily did last week. Yep. Do you have to go to the DMV? No. <laughs> Killers movie. of the Flower. Oh. Room. Yeah. Do I do that tonight? I recommend. Yes, I think it's a really, okay. really good movie, and I think you would. I think you would like it. Okay. So there are. Here are the times. Like first, she said, "Do you want to go at the six o'clock showing?" I'm like, "No, I don't want to go at the six o'clock showing because that means I'm not getting home till midnight." Four o'clock, but she's not. We got to see if she's done with work by then. Four seems to be the right time. If we go at four o'clock, about seven thirty, I'm done, and I still have an evening left in front mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. Go eat something. Got to figure out here if I uh, eat some. I'm going to order DoorDash during the movie. <laughs> so if you go to the six, that's the same showing that I went to uh, at the Alamo. I got out at like nine. I got out at ten. So if you go to six, you get out at ten. And, and listen, I'm good for it's an I, insane proposition. I'm into the movie. Like I want yeah. to see the movie. It's just do I want to see it tonight or is it better seeing it like at a Saturday at noon? Wait till it comes on Netflix. You can watch it a half an hour at a time. <laughs> I think that Okay, so I think that it would be a fine thing to watch tonight. Uh, but I also don't I, I if you have a free Saturday and you want to spend four hours of your Saturday at the movie, then yes. I'm gonna bring my iPad and just watch. <laughs> hey, hey, have have a, have a college football Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am certainly not an expert in what I'm about to say, so Emily, feel free to debunk everything I'm about Jorge, to say. What do you think, man? How far are you from? Go ahead. Uh, I'll go after Travis. The buzz around this movie has seemed pretty milk toast. Eh? And like I said, I, I am not reading every review, but it's been out for what a week now. It, I think a big part of that is the is the actors are not doing press. So you don't okay. have as much press in general. Martin Scorsese is the only person that can do press. Fine. But what I'm saying is I haven't heard people, I haven't overheard people talking about it. Even your review was lukewarm. I know you liked it, but you didn't come in saying, oh my God, that was unbelievable. Yeah. I, that no one is jumping up and down saying Scorsese nailed it again. This is one of the best things he's ever done, et cetera, et cetera. That that's why when you brought up, I'm like, I haven't even heard, since you mentioned it and yeah. saw it and gave us your your review. M, I haven't heard anybody mention it since. Well, then. It's because most people are put off by the time, the, the amount of time. And people are going to do Travis it. isn't. But I think that I'm going to see it again. I'm going to see it again in the theaters, and I want to see it that's again in the theaters. Probably we're we're on opposite ends of this yeah. spectrum for sure. But yeah. 
have you heard a lot of buzz stuff about it since since it's come buzz, out? No, not, not no, before. I, I, before there was it was a little buzzy. I haven't heard crazy buzz, but that doesn't bother me because the actors sure. That's enough for me. That yeah. I, I know that what I'm going to get. If it were an hour and 45 movie. minutes, 100%. Mm-hmm. But it's twice as long as that. All, right. <laughs> All this did was motivate me more to go see it now. Yeah, go to the front. Go to the front. Go to the front. See if you can get off early. Because then yeah. it's 10 minutes of previews. So you can get there by 4.15-ish and you're yeah. still in a good spot. Because you have to sign seats anyways, right? It's probably far- 20 minutes preview. Yeah, I just yeah. hate that she has to work. You know what I mean? Like, do you really how, need to work on a Wednesday? How far are at you from four? the theater? There's no Laker game. <laughs> uh, it's not like you're asking her. It's like 8.30 at night. It's 4 o'clock a, in the afternoon. Yes, she has is, to work, This Al. is the best part when you, you know, when you're working like a Laker season or something like that. The moment that you don't have that stuff, you're like, what do you mean you I have know. something to do? So true. When I was doing uh, mo- the morning show, right? And especially the morning show I did with Kelvin, we were on from 5 oh, a.m. Yeah, to, to 7, 7 right? That. So. I was done with my workday at 7 o'clock in the morning, you know? Even when I was doing the morning show with Key and LZ and Kristen and everybody, we were done at 10. So at 10 o'clock, on a, I'm home by 11.30 on a Friday morning. Who wants to go drinking? It's like, Travis, it's oh, 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm done Wait, with my finished, week. When you finished at 7, did you have anything else at the station or anywhere else you were doing? So for about almost the entire time I was doing the 7 a.m. one, had I had one. my Yahoo show. That's what it was. So I was so I wouldn't get out of here till 1 yeah. o'clock. And on Friday, I'd get home at 2 o'clock, 2, 3 o'clock on a Friday. Eh, mm-hmm. People are around. But 10 a.m. on back, a Friday morning, it's like, hey, listen, you want to go grab a few beers? It's like, I just got to work. Back in the day, you know, we knew each other, but not very well. I remember always... You guys would do your show seven o'clock, and every time I'd like, you know, walk over to this side, or we're going to a sales meeting or something like that. I always see him in that small studio, yeah. and it's like ten thirty. I'm like, what is he doing? Just talking to myself, working through my emotions. I'm like, who the hell is he talking to? <laughs> and you were in that studio for like eleven hours. Four. I don't know how you did it. Four hours by myself. I don't know how you did it. Read a lot of tweets. It was pretty fun. It's a fun show. All right, so Clippers open up their season tonight yep. uh, against Portland. The we were talking about it yesterday. Like, in a fantasy land where no one ever gets hurt, the Clippers are a team to be reckoned with. Yeah. In in a in an alternate universe where Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and everything else are just, you know, the most durable. They're the AC green of the NBA and they never miss a game. They're a problem to deal with. Yeah. Toilets! <laughs> but they're not that. The reality is that the four, this is their fifth year together. The first four years of their tenure together have been nothing but one or, or the other or both are unavailable. Yeah. And why would this year be any different? You know my deal. I'm going to go with what I've seen previously. How much longer do you continue to just roll it hoping that the thing that has never happened is going to happen? It's a little dodgery yeah. other than they're not getting, you know, into the postseason and getting into it, but it's a little bit different. But just this, oh yeah, well Paul George is out, Kawhi Leonard's out. We're not quite what we need to be, but let's do it again. Why would this year be can any I, different? Can I, this is the tough thing that I think they got to figure out. It's not that the talent is not there. Clearly. They've had some bad luck, okay? Along the way, they've had some bad luck because if the problem was, you want to use a Dodger example, I'll use a Dodger example. If the Dodgers or if the Clippers were going into a playoff series where they had so much more talent than everybody else, or but they lost in the first round to you know, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and mm-hmm. you're like, well, what the hell is that? And then the next year, they had all most of that talent again, and they lost again in the playoffs, this time to the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
I think with the Clippers, what makes it so difficult is the one year that everyone was healthy was in the bubble. And they lo- they were up three games to one against Denver, lost to Denver. They, they lost three games in a row, up double digits in each one of those games. That's the last time all those players were together. And I'm really just talking about Kawhi and, uh, and Paul George. If I were the Clippers, I hear everybody saying, yeah, but you can't open up a new arena without Kawhi and Paul George. Sure you can. Of course you can. Look, of that, course that's you actually, can. that's the funny thing to yeah. me. When people say that, well, you can't open up a new stadium with, if one or those two of those players, how about you just do your best to put together a product that's there every single night? I think they've done a really good job of developing some of these players. I think they've done a good job of finding players around those two if it doesn't work this year, you a thousand percent can open up a brand new arena in Inglewood and start your rebuilding process or taking that investment and saying, okay, well, this money's now going to go to a different star. I'm not married to that. No. And if that's the case, then this technically would probably be their final year that they try it with those two. I don't think it's bad luck. It's bad luck if it happens once. It's bad luck maybe if it happens twice, but when it happens every year over the course of four years, I don't know if that's bad luck. There's, And I can't say it's this instead of that, but bad luck is if it happens once. This is why I'm done calling the Dodgers bad luck. It's not. There's something bad here. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but it but happens Kawhi every getting time. injured in the playoffs. Paul George getting injured a couple weeks before the playoffs every year, start. Every year. Again, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying that you, bad luck doesn't happen at the same time every year over and over and over again. That There's something else going on there. There's there's preparation. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to chalk it up to bad luck. I, I agree with you. If you. Look, here's the way you get me to go to a Clipper game, right? Who are they playing? And are we going to that new arena? I'm in. That's it. I don't care what the Clippers put on the – now, if it's there three or four years and everybody's had a chance to go through it and see it, sure. But you got a new arena in L.A.? I want to go see it. Fair to say, I don't think you have to worry about their product. No. Because Bomber's going to put out a good product. Yeah, I agree. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That even if it's not Chris – or even if it's not Paul George and Kawhi Leonard – it's not like Bomber is going to be cutting corners and saying he's just dropped $2 billion yeah. in a stadium in Inglewood. I think they're going to put talent there, and they got a lot of toilets. All right, so throughout the show, we're, a lot of them. Uh, we've been giving you little hints, but we are going to give away LAFC playoff tickets later today. So don't miss your chance. The playoffs are here, the stakes are high, and the atmosphere will be electric. This is your golden opportunity to witness the road to repeat. So I remember last year, one of the maybe the best performance of last year in LA at all was the final between LAFC and the Philadelphia Union. Sorry, Philadelphia fans. Yeah, Graham. Um, But that (laughs) was so amazing. And you got, you could get the chance to see that in person. Like remember who, who scored? So so yeah, last year, last year, uh, Cody and I got to cover it and Gareth Bale hit the, you know, hit a goal with the, you know, with his head uh, to send it. It was in stoppage time. Gareth Bale hits the last second. Yeah. They were down with three, two or something like that. Gareth Bale hits it again. And we tie the game. It's three, three, and man, I, I remember seeing the you know the the stands and kids are crying, women are crying, the guys are crying, and then Bale scores a goal, and then those tears became tears of joy sure. because it was so yeah. exciting. But yeah, Garrett, and, and Bale was that. a new acquisition that year, right? He was a new acquisition that year. Yeah, so that's crazy. Speaking of last minute goals, Jorge and I, he showed me like a <laughs> yes. supercut of Wayne Rooney scoring these banana. <laughs> it's it's the first thing I've ever watched of soccer highlights that genuinely impress you yes mm, yes cool. and, and i'm sure there's lots more out there i've just never been shown them but you picked the right video to show i'm like 
that was actually very awesome. Like soccer should do that like 43 times a game. That's right. That Not once every decade because that was game. awesome. All right, by the way, this is for a four-pack of tickets to the LASC versus Vancouver this Saturday. So stay tuned. We're going to give away later in the show. Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, guys. Hey, Em. We're back. Did uh, Greg do it? Uh, hey, guys, impression of me? No, I, but he did not. And when he didn't, <laughs> I made him do one. Yeah, <laughs> it was I, really I good. I love that. <laughs> I love that. But yes, I'm feeling a lot better. I did get a little bit of a um, DMV flu. So, uh, yeah. Well, I, I have questions. We'll get to that later on. <laughs> okay. So Now uh, serving G1, <laughs> 3, 2 on window number so six. Exactly. Um, all right. So uh, we were talking about Martin Scorsese in the last segment. Um, so Martin Scorsese is the only person that can really depress for this this movie because of the sag aftra strikes. So um, he was asked about his feelings towards a lot of different technology and specifically asked about his feelings towards emails. And this is what he had to say. I've only begun this year to read e- emails because emails are, they scare me. It says CC, and there are a thousand names. Who are these people? <laughs> All right, so he has a point, Travis Fetrickap. Uh Look, you may know the answer to this, Em. How old is Martin Scorsese? Uh, I'll look it up. Okay. He's 82. probably 80-something? 80, 80, 82? Okay. That sounds like something an 82-year-old man that is just now, because email's old technology. Like, it's not like- Electronic mail. R- right? Yeah. Like, for instance, somebody like you or me, Slee, like when TikTok or threads, it's like, okay, I don't, I'm unfamiliar with that. I don't know how to start, so I'm just going to not do it. Email has been around for 30 years. This is not new. So it's uh, it's Cap. He should not be afraid of because when email came out, he was 50. He should be able to do that. It doesn't seem like a new technology. <laughs> well, TikTok came out around the time when you turned 50, and so you should be able to understand that technology <laughs> as well, <laughs> sir. Right. Sandoval over there? <laughs> okay, the only, uh, it's Cap, but the only thing that email scares me is if you sent an email that you were not trying to send, I think I've told you this before. One time I was complaining about something. I sent it to the person I was complaining to rather than somebody else. But in order for that to happen, there's, I mean, it's not happening often. You know what I mean? Like, so, and to be fearful and say, well, I'm but not going to use- But I don't think that's use- what his fear is, right? He just he doesn't like, there's like a million people. He doesn't know who the people, people are, <laughs> whatever the case is. Why is everyone on this, like, Let's chain? put it this right. way. There's a lot- other a lot more technology that we should be worried about email is not the one that you look at and say oh my gosh it's because of email <laughs> i am also not a person that's a fan of email i really hate corresponding over email i'm much more of a text person why or, what's the difference i just to me i don't understand like the threads of it all and i don't check my 
my email all the time. And so if you need to get in touch with me- You mean me, for like personal for, or for work? For everything. I yeah. absolutely hate using email for anything. It's not my it's not my bag. But uh, Jorge? Uh, I'm with you on the email part, especially because we have a specific system that needs you like five different steps to get oh, to your email. Yes. That's not great. And then either you get a text, you get a you know you get some kind of code, two factor authentication. Exactly. So it's it, and if you don't have that, then you have to go to this app, and then that app. It's just, so, but it's, it's the accessing of the accessing email it, yes. more than the email itself. Okay. Also, when you right. get put on a CC of an email when you're already like ten steps beyond, and then I have to catch up on it, it's all it's just. It's not, to me, an interface that is easy for me to uh, interact with. A lot. Guess what I'm going to be using. Sure. You can, and I will respond not uh, in a great mood. Um, so I can live with that. <laughs> it's like the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So um, Gail King sat down with Jay-Z, and um, she asked him a question that has been asked on the internet before, and so I'm going to play it for you, okay? There's something interesting online, Jay. I'd love to hear what you think about this. If you had a choice between getting paid $500,000 in cash or lunch with Jay-Z, yeah. which would you choose? You got to take, take the money. What, what I'm going to say? Yeah, I mean, everything now I'm going to say? No, no, only because people say, of course you take, you take lunch with Jay-Z because the wisdom that you would get from him would, would be so uh, beneficial to you. There would yeah. only be a matter. You but, would take the money. Yeah, because you, you got the you got all that in the music for for ten ninety nine. That's a, that's a bad deal. I would I wouldn't tell you to cut a bad deal. Like I don't take know. the five hundred thousand, go buy some albums and listen to the albums. It's all there. All right, so I'm gonna change this slightly. Okay, so um, there is no one that you would take the money. I'm sorry, that you take the meeting with over the money. Again, if you can get this person truth serum, this is, they give you everything is great. You would always take the money. Alan, factor cap. I'm going to go cap on this and I might lose my entire $500,000 investment, but it the only way it happens, the problem with Jay-Z, I'm going to ask Jay-Z about stuff that has nothing to do with my money. You know, when didn't you and Nas really have beef? It's going to be stuff that's going to be about music. But let me use Warren Buffett as an example. If... I got a chance to sit down with him and he knows that, look, I'm not getting paid $500,000 because my investment is in you. Can you help me? What advice would you give? But it's got to be specific that I know I'm going to be making more than 500 because if it's not, I'm just taking the 500. Trev? I'm taking the money. <laughs> Even yeah. Truth Serum with Tiger? Yeah. Huh? Nah. Even Truth Serum with Tiger, and then you go write the book? I, I really want to hear That's interesting. all the of book, that, get and the book. I don't know how to write a book, so I can't do that, <laughs> and he would deny it after the fact, so it doesn't really do me a lot of good. I, I'm taking $500,000 is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. See you later. That's it. <laughs> All right, Jorge? Yeah, same thing. I'm with Jay-Z. I'll take the money, even though I'm a huge Jay-Z fan as well. Like I, like I he He's going to tell me about his experience. My experience is going to be different to his. Like we're not gonna have the same thing. I'll take the money and then I'll do whatever I have to do with that money. But you know, go buy some records. Exactly. Of Jay-Z. I'll buy his records. I have his books. I have his records. Yeah. So I mean, I already know some part of his story. So I'll take the money. All right. So um, there's going to be a new Elvis uh, movie coming out this year. It's actually coming out in, in L.A. and New York this. Did Friday. they find the actor in Costa Mesa? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it's called Priscilla. It's from the point of view of Priscilla. It's by Sofia Coppola. But the actor who's going to play Elvis, his name is Jacob Elordi. He is amazing. He's beautiful. He's really good looking. I can't emphasize this enough how good looking he is. Okay. But he's he's Australian and he's 26. So he uh, did not grow up here. So he said that the only, he only knew about Elvis from Lilo and Stitch before going on Priscilla. So he had no, he, I mean, probably 
knew, but the most of what he knew was from watching that movie Lilo and Stitch when he sure. was a kid. All right, so you believe him. Jorge, Patrick Cap. Yeah, yeah. For somebody that didn't grow up here and that's your only, you know, maybe one of the references that you had from Elvis, then yeah, absolutely, I believe him. Yeah. Trav? Yeah, fact. I, I 100% believe him because we, we all learn about things that we never saw with our own two eyes, right? Like, I... I I know about Sandy Koufax a decent amount. I never saw him pitch. I only know it because I heard Tommy Lasorda talk about it. I heard Oral Hersizer talk about having meetings with him. I've heard, you know what I mean? Like you just hear about things. You see an old video of him pitching in the World Series. I, it's the only way you learn about things that come before your time is through random pop culture references or listening to somebody who saw it. I believe him. Right, Al. I go fact on this one too. It's the example of when Michael says with Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, every right. record, every right. this. Yeah, guess Wilt first. It's just you kind of go with what you what others tell you. Right. Uh, it's like when kids these days get introduced to uh, a, a song through Stranger Things, uh, and you're like, okay, exactly. it doesn't mean that you're any less of a fan of the song. It's just that you weren't alive in the '70s. There to are learn people it. that are coming you know, that will be music fans very yeah. soon that will have never heard Prince before, and mm-hmm. they will hear a Prince song. It's like, well, what, what is that? Yeah. And that will be the. It'll be There'll in a movie be their or introduction. Like, or they'll get Prince through New Girl, right. and then they fell in love with it, Prince otherwise. But like they exactly. met Prince through New Girl. Exactly. No matter how you meet it, it's kind of it can be funny, but like you meet them in some way um so does he do elvis's accent with a little bit of crocodile dundee thrown in there as well uh, just for fun or? as far as i've seen in the previews uh it is it, it's a fine accent it's not the best um but it's fine he he mostly plays americans anyway like okay. he plays a lot of americans in tv shows so um philadelphia again lost last night sorry graham i'm gonna highlight this again but the, before Graham's the, taking some today. <laughs> before right, the game right. um they were greasing up the polls in philly as they do when they are set to win a game they That's grease up the so polls good, so <laughs> you know what they have to, what they do with the polls when they're not being used so like if you so i'm saying oh. i'm trying to be a facetious being like so you're the guy who greases the polls yeah and then no one <laughs> what happens with those polls after the after the day i don't know i was this is a bad question. <laughs> we can wrap Factor Cap there. Well, she, I, she aborted mission. Yeah, I, I assume you come through with some sort of solvent that or gets the, the grease, grease off just the stays pole forever. For yeah, years. I don't think you have greasy poles. Like for instance, they have greasy poles in Philly this morning because they didn't get to the World Series, right? Or they thought they were going to get yeah. and they were going to climb the pole. I think it's a reminder to every <laughs> Philly fan that yeah, nothing happened. It's two months from now. Are the poles still greasy? Is that yeah. what you're asking? Yeah, are they still greasy, or do you still gre- you still climb them either I, way because they're no- greased for a reason? I I think you have to degrease them, right? I I, I don't know. I if, having greasy street signs and street poles and light posts Probably seems unsanitary. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this may have been my worst factor kind of question. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. <laughs> That's it. Why, okay, here's another question. And maybe, Graham, you can answer this one for me. Why do... Why do people want to climb this the light pole because the Phillies won a game? What What's the point of that? It's provocative. It gets the people going. <laughs> Is it? You know? And I'll tell you what, it's not a bad question, Emily, because people are definitely still climbing those poles, even like in the last like a It's like an honor thing. Like If you're the person that climbs the poles, you know, you're kind of a legend in your community because somebody you put has it on to. You your, on your LinkedIn. <laughs> you Believe me, in Philly, if you put down that you climbed a pole, yeah, you might they get would that like job. that. You're right. That John climbed the pole? <laughs> Never climbed the pole, but you're absolutely like people. People take pride in it. They talk about eating the horse manure from the police horses. Yeah, like that they... person should be locked up for the rest yeah, of their life. That That's yeah, not about that one. good. They, they take pride in it, yes. Did I use John correctly there? Perfectly. Thank you. See, Slee? I'm a local. 
What else do you want we to know? know? You're a Philly John. Ben Franklin, the Liberty Bell, and Johns. What else do you need to know? I got, I got you covered. Speaking of the World Series, Phillies, Rain, or, Phillies are out. The Rangers and the Diamondbacks are your 2023 World Series participants. And yes, they both earned their way there. Stop with that. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Jorge and I went and took down the uh, cheese enchilada, beef taco, rice and beans combo right. plate yesterday at El Cholo um, for a buck. For a buck. Celebrating One years. dollar celebrating their 100th anniversary, Slee. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. The I, fact that that was, and we've gone to El Cholo plenty of times. Great food. We all like it. A dollar. A dollar. Jorge got the, the combo special. Yeah. I got the combo special. DeAndre got the combo special. It was, it was a great afternoon. It was fun. It was a good uh, talk, Why, too. So you still tip 20%? That's all? You gave so, 20 cents? So it was funny. We we uh, Jorge and I had a Modelo as right. we were having our lunch. Yep. And then DeAndre had to come back to, to go back to work. Jorge and I were done. So we had a second Modelo. And then we're sitting there. We're just kind of you know solving all the world's problems, enjoying, <laughs> enjoying each other's company and chopping it up. And I'm literally getting thinking, okay, we're going to go. And Jorge looks at the bartender and goes, one more. I'm like, my man. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. Come on, had, a, had a nice afternoon. And so by that time, yep. the bill was the correct amount. So we tipped on the correct Did amount. You. It was perfect. Yeah, I saw you. Um, you had asked. You're like, hey, you, you want to come? I'm like, no, nah, I still got to do some stuff for pre early tip-off. So yep. pregame is going to start at 3. Uh, by the way, good thing I didn't go because Modelo's <laughs> would have been flowing there. Probably not. <laughs> it probably doesn't work out. Um, and then when in the middle of pre, I saw you, you had walked in here for a quick second yeah. and you were just like, I don't know how to describe you. There was this like mission accomplished. A good like time. you're like, it's a dollar. Yeah. It was great. And I'm like a dollar. You're like a dollar. And it was good. I'm like, all right, well, also, the promo's coming on. I got to go back on air. <laughs> you're like a dollar. Yeah. And then that was also, our shout out to Christina. One oh the, yeah, you know, we, uh, this you know woman recognized uh, Travis, and then he's like, "Hey, you know Jorge? Like, you know, yeah, I love the show. I, she, mm. She's a listener. Shout like, out to you, Christina. P ones of the P ones. Exactly. She was, she knew every personality on the station, everybody that's a part of it. She uh, we chatted with her for five minutes Kings or so. She too. was getting ready to go to the Kings game. Yeah. She oh, was head go. to toe in her Kings gear. She probably saw Greg there. I did. So I did have one small problem, and Christina, don't judge me when I tell you this. Like, and I don't think it was her plate, but it might have been the person next to her on. on so we're walking out. It's what, what time do we leave there? Like 2.30, 3 o'clock, yeah, something like that. There were people that were not ordering the $1 special. Yep. I'm like, what are we doing here? 
Like there's people with salads. There's people with other combinations. I'm like, <laughs> so the, the taco and the enchilada combo is a dollar. How do you not get that? No, no, no you have to get it everywhere. No, no, they have to. First get thing that. on the menu, <laughs> yeah. at the door. Uh, honestly, I, the I waiter would. was wearing glasses that said 100 on them. <laughs> I would have if I'm the GM of that place. It's like we don't don't have a menu today. We literally are serving this one dollar dish. It was it was great. Very cool. Hey, here's a question: Would you go on for seconds? I would have. I would have, and then regretted it. That, that because it was it was the perfect amount. Since you brought it up, uh, we were done with El Cholo, and we may or may not have gone somewhere else after that. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, so we we may or may not have done that. So uh, later that night, I'm home, and I I've already made a series of bad decisions at this point, in food related, right? So. The boys get home, my, t- my two sons, and they're like, hey, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? And I, go, I don't know, but mom's not, and she's, she's got plans. She's not eating with us, so it's just the three of us. Susan does not like Chinese food. Bobby, Michael, and I very much like Chinese yeah. food. We ordered enough uh, Chinese food for I like combo, some orange chicken, 10 some people, beef, some broccoli. Yeah. And then the three of us took down all of the Chinese food after I'd already had the $1 combo. It was, it's basically your fault, is what I'm getting at, Jorge, that you greased the skids for a series of bad eating decisions yesterday. But it was wonderful. <laughs> Sounds like an amazing Tuesday. <laughs> it was pretty it was good. Tuesday, man. Taco Tuesday. We it had was a, pretty good. <laughs> right. Yeah, we did. Taco, man. It was good. By the way, if you're like Christina and you love hanging out with, uh, and you're a P1 and you listen to us all the time, loving out with personalities, Thursday night, uh, you can go and hang out with a bunch of them. So uh, Thursday Night Football has a new home at the 909 Sports Bar, a Yamaha Resort and Casino. Join Cappy, DeMarco, Lindsay. Uh, at 710 Fun and Games Department this Thursday night for a party, party, oh, party. And Lindsay will be giving away $1,000 every Thursday night uh, from 4 to 7 p.m. at the 909 Sports Bar. Win cash and watch football. I think. So we, we were out at Yamava a few months ago uh, for the tournament. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's where tournament. I had my meltdown. March. That's where you had your yeah. meltdown. I believe there was a Chinese restaurant in that food court that we were in. Because there, there was, was a there restaurant. Was a pizza place every- right next yep, to us. Yep. And I think there was. Uh, so if you're if you're inspired. Sweet and sour pork, Mongolian beef, Kung Pao chicken, and combo fried rice. Just the basics, and it was If delicious. I had all that, <laughs> just the basics. I would go, if I told you this, hey, you're going to go see the movie Flower. Moonflower. Killers Moonf- of the Flower Moon. P- M- Moonflower. No. Three hour, three and a half hours, whatever it is. But I told you an hour in, all that Chinese food is coming. Uh-huh. And you're going to have a nice table there, like almost like you're at home in a living room, something along or those like lines. Or like Mason's bed. <laughs> or Mason's bed. <laughs> or for my bed for a couple of days. Sure. That help at all? No, because it's. I still have to sit through another two and a half hours of a movie. Take your time when you eat. Yeah. Like I, If you said to me, hey, come in the theater, watch an hour of this movie, come back a week later, watch the next hour. Yeah, it's just. But then you miss the momentum of the movie. I'm willing to risk that. Ugh. I'm willing to Don't risk that. Don't worry about it. You're not selling him. I'm going to see it. I know, which is I'm why I said no to him. I'm going to uh, see last it. Last week. Hey, the movie's three. I'm done. What's it about? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but you like, love The Godfather? Yeah, I like it. But I, I honestly, I can't tell you the last time I sat down and, devo- and and kind of went through it from beginning to end in one sitting. It's it's more of a, hey, it's on, I don't know what platform it's on, Netflix or whatever. It's always on something. And, and it's like, oh, Pluto. you'll see it in the queue, and yeah. I'll watch 20 minutes of that. Mm-hmm. And then you come back later, you're like, eh, I'll watch another 20 minutes. I, I'm an old man. Just I, how three Francis hours. Ford Coppola wanted it. I, 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 look, I- No, but it's not, not, it's, it's not, it's not you're an old man. Three and a half hours is a long- <laughs> 
It's a long time. And, and this is not a, a judgment or a criticism of people who do watch movies as like an artistic endeavor. That, great. I don't. I watch them as an entertainment endeavor exclusively. Entertain me. Great. If you don't, it's not probably for me. And three hours is not entertaining to me. <laughs> By the way, so um, about entertaining because you love Top Gun Maverick. I do. You watch it all the time. You, you're Jennifer a big fan. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly's great. So uh, the, kid, the, the actors who played AJ and Meadow in okay. uh, Sopranos yeah. have a podcast and they were talking about a bunch of stuff um, but specifically I saw this TikTok come up on my feed and I, I would have brought it in but there's a lot of cuss words in it so I'm not going to bring in and bleep out everything but AJ, the guy who plays AJ talks about how he didn't like Top Gun Maverick because he just thinks that it's like McDonald's of movies that you yeah. go there and Fair. you, you uh, just get fed bad things it's not really good for you but fun. like it's fun to watch and fun to go down you know yeah. and then meadow is big defender and she's a big defender of jennifer Connolly. so I i'll send I you meadow. the clip <laughs> i knew i liked meadow yeah look i'm not saying that it, it's the it's high art probably not it's almost certainly it's not Andrew academy award it's it's they go fast and stuff blows up that's fun <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the godfather have you seen the offer the series for the making of the Godfather, I don't think I it's have. like oh. a, it's like a fictionalized version yeah. of it. So it's it's on Paramount Plus too. It was not that good, but uh, yeah, it's cool. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. you'll like it. If better like or worse than like Beckham? Uh, a little better, I think. <laughs> it's also more than three hours long, so I don't know if you're gonna Ooh, watch it. Oh yeah, no, but no. it's a series. Don't okay. listen to her. No, but yeah, no, I can break it in on, on a platform. <laughs> you can break it into chunks all you want. Uh, Slee, you're in a better mood now than you were at ten o'clock. I'm gonna try to get you back into that other spot. I would like to be there. Zero points in the second half. There you go. That's your starting point. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN.